Three dorks, forged by geek culture at a young age, eventually grew up and started families of their own. Forever young at heart, they now navigate geek culture with children in tow. Whether it's dirty diapers, packing school lunches, or finding balance for it all, they are more than dads or dorks. They are both. This is Dads Are Dorks Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Dads or Dorks podcast. My name is Mason, and I'm joined by... Chris, and I am also joined by... Tyler MC. We did it, guys. We actually nailed an intro the second time. (laughs) (laughs) Except to our listeners, it was the first time through the magic of editing. (laughs) Right. Don't look behind the curtain. Now look behind the curtain, you'll see three idiots just hitting a computer with a hammer, hoping it'll make a podcast. Yelling at each other, saying, why didn't you draw the arrows to who goes first? (laughs) Yeah, so um, just putting this out there real quick. If anybody wants to sponsor us, we're here. (laughs) Just kidding. Here, we're professional-ish. We make make words sound good. Yeah, I know, but it's been a little bit since we've all talked. So uh, how's it going, guys? What's going on, Tyler? Um... Not too much. Um, let's see. We had a wedding over the weekend, a family wedding. Um, so we had well, we were we were extremely lucky. Uh, it was my family's wedding, um, but it was in the same city that my wife's sister goes to school in. So we were able to have my wife's sister, who knows nobody at this wedding, be the uh, stay at the hotel babysitter for Charlotte. So we were able to bring Charlotte in a nice dress, have her be there for the ceremony. First half of the reception, have some food, have some cake, and then ship her off to my sister-in-law so my wife and I could uh, hang out, stay up late, dance, have a good time. Um, and that was really, really fun. So, yeah, don't don't that first, like one of those first times that you actually get to do that, don't you feel like you're like like sneaking out after curfew or something like, you know, oh my gosh. just like something feels wrong, you know? <laughs> it, like, my, like my uncles would be like, hey, you having a good time? I'm like, there's alcohol in this Coke. <laughs> Charlotte's at the hotel. Don't, don't you feel like, <laughs> like, like I mean, I, my wife hasn't spent much time away from the kids really at all. Uh, that's, and that's her choice. Um, but like, I've, I've gone on trips. I've left, you know, for weeks at a time and stuff like that. And you get to that point where you're like, you feel like you're, you're either missing your child, even though they were right there either find yourself kind of missing I'm like oh you know this is it's different the routine's not there I'm not with them right now or you feel bad because you don't feel that and you're like enjoying it was the second one and and it was definitely the second one start feeling bad because you're like oh man I feel like I should I should like be like oh I can't wait to get home but I'm really like oh can we stay at like another hour (laughs) I I adore my daughter I spend so much time with her because I truly do think she's just an amazing girl and i i'm enjoying watching her grow and develop but at the same time i'm like i don't need to be checking over my shoulder to see where she's running if she's going to pull on the dj cords to like you know cause some sort of huge crash or something or eating rocks so (laughs) i was i was uh guiltily relieved to have a uh a sitter for this wedding so that we could so have her involved, so I'll be in some pictures and, you know, give people hugs and then she can go away for yeah. the later half of the night. Yep. And that was really cool. Yeah. And um, let's see. 
what I've been up to. I don't really have any media recommendations today, but I am going to, I am going to introduce a a small new segment that I call uh, Tyler Talks TikToks, <laughs> where I'm going to talk about the trends in TikToks because I know other three of us. I'm the only one who spends time on that hell app. Um, currently, the trends on TikTok that I see on my for you page are are y'all familiar with the Grimace Shake? Um, it's I, a I dance right now, isn't it? Nope. Oh, incorrect. Never Grimace from McDonald's. From McDonald's. Yeah. The Grimace birthday shake. It's purple. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. The, I haven't had it. <laughs> the Gen Z of TikTok has taken the Grimace shake and made some of the most visceral horror movies. I The little three minute horror movies I have ever seen that all start off with like, kids in a parking lot like have a shake like happy birthday grimace and they take a step and they're like oh it's pretty good and then it cuts to dark woods and the cameraman is frantically searching for the person who drank the shake and then they find them covered in like the purple milkshake like just dead being dragged into bushes and they all i don't know why this trend started i don't understand it but it's 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 like this five nights at freddy's meets mcdonald's with a milkshake theme and like it'll just be you know <laughs> happy birthday grimace and then the tiktok continues with this person's regular day and then at night they're out in the woods staring at the moon just like just spitting up like purple milkshake onto like their shirtless bodies and then it like cuts to black it's i feel it's dumber so already I'm not tiktok lie. is so weird you guys i am i'm just happy that apparently tiktok has moved past the um the meme of i understood the assignment oh yeah no <laughs> so that i was, felt like that, that lasted for a, a way longer than it should have nope it's 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 on to um horror movies themed around grimace and then it's taken a step further where now the trend is somebody is dressed up as a mcdonald's ceo or chief marketing officer or something like that and they're like sir um the grimace shake is uh, the promotion's doing very well. Like, oh, that's wonderful. I'm I'm so sorry. And then they like show this, you know, fake CEO the videos, and he goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and just this horrible reaction to watching these videos, and it's so, it's so wonderfully freaky, you guys. TikTok <laughs> is a weird hole, you've place. Fallen down. <laughs> well, it's a weird place. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what the dark internet is like. <laughs> no, the dark You'd web is so. much worse. Is much worse than that. <laughs> but it's so popular. Uh, it's all over this, all over TikTok. Like, like popular creators too are like you know, like voice actors in a booth. Like, oh, I'm gonna do recording for the Grimace like milkshake. I'm gonna take a sip, and then all of a sudden they're like crab walking away while like spitting up like purple milkshake. It's, it is so weird, and I figured I figured our uh, parenting in the digital age episode would be a good opportunity to show you guys just how weird the internet truly can be. And yeah, that's that's that Canceling was Tyler talks tomorrow. TikTok trends. <laughs> I feel like we need like a jingle or something after that. Tyler no. talks TikTok trends. <laughs> da, 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 Ding. Da, da. Bing. Uh, da, 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 da. It's weird. <laughs> this is just turning into the Mario theme. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. 
But enough <laughs> about TikTok trends. Chris, what's up with you? Oh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, not too much. And that is great because if you uh, if y'all remember the last few episodes, my family has apparently been battling different plagues every so often. So we're just now at a stretch where everyone's healthy, everyone's happy. Don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. Only, only, wood right now. only <laughs> one child has fallen down the stairs twice in the last two weeks. So that's concerning, but he's okay. Still a little concerning. So we have to change the rules of how uh, the order of which everyone goes upstairs. Um, no, I, I mean, as far as I think we, we put the pool out because it's hot outside um uh i am heading in a couple of weeks from when we're recording i'll be headed out to san diego comic-con so i'm excited for that uh that'll be my ninth time going that's amazing yeah, yeah. we're gonna definitely try to record an episode while you're there like even if it's just like a shorter episode so we can kind of get some boots on the ground like what's going on down oh, there. i'll take i'll take videos and stuff i will i will totally have used the fact that our non-blue check mark twitter account can post one minute and 59 second videos heck um, yes and take all the pictures in the world go find cool dad stuff um so i'm excited a for... gopro to your chest and mason and i will just live vicariously through you we'll just look <laughs> on the screen like we're I, there it's like we're really there I or you can just hold ipads of us up everywhere like <laughs> i haven't been there since 2019 because obviously 2020 didn't happen right. 2021 sure. didn't happen and then i wasn't going to 2022 yeah so i'm actually debating whether or not i, to, I should bring a mask i mean hundred thousand people crammed into a convention Honestly, center like, even before covid it I was about to say a good idea to wear a mask to the world burning like everybody's masked up north like it's just like you, the air quality is just garbage con right now, crud so. is could now be covid so it's like it's i don't know it's <laughs> yeah. just that weird that weird thing so i'm, I'm still never getting that but this is like very fresh also new, you never know how many people going, there so. are going to wear deodorant so you might just save you know Oh, I know some, some trust me. Rather this, like I said, this is, my, this is my ninth time going. So I've, I've yeah, you know, pretty, you know, stink. Yeah, I've, I've, I don't want to say I'm, I'm, I wouldn't call myself a veteran. You have to hit the decade mark to be considered a vet. But um, you've been you know, in the I, trenches. I know where to go to eat. I know what time you want to go. I know the best place to go hang out. I know where if you want to get something to eat or drink on the uh, show floor and you don't want to wait in line for 45 minutes. I know exactly which booth to go to, where it's at, how much it costs. Um, like I said, not not new to the game. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, anything new with the kids? Um, potty training still ongoing with Nolan, but I think we finally turned a page because he just he wasn't he was into it. Then he wasn't into it like at all. And now he's suddenly back into it again. So we're just like, you know, pedal to the metal trying to make sure it's the pooping. He's got the mm -hmm. other part down, which is the pooping. So but I think I think. We finally turned that page. So we'll see. And then Cameron, um, he turns three in July and he is just a chatterbox. He'll sit there and, and tell you a story. You'll understand maybe every three or four words, um, but it's it's great. And then recommendations. Oh, man. Um, I don't think I actually have any recommendations right now. I haven't had a chance to uh do anything because my my schedule like with work and stuff is so up in the air back and forth i'm on daytime i'm on nighttime i'm out of town i'm in town um so i literally just come home and, and hang out with my kids and go to sleep or play Fortnite with my friends i've heard final fantasy 16 is pretty good for the ps5 
Um, maybe one day I'll open my PS5 and play <laughs> Final Fantasy 16. So do it, do it. Yeah, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I think, <laughs> right. I think my wife still thinks I got rid of it, but I think it's still right there in the closet. I can see it. So, <laughs> um, but Mason. We heard all about the snake last time, so we don't need to hear about the snake this time. I'm looking, to, I'm looking Please. out for for Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Since that addition to your family, what's new? What's going on? Uh yeah, like you said, Chris, not not too much in the way of like um, big things happening. My wife, actually, we were talking about you're talking about how your wife hasn't really been away since the kids were born. Mine has not either on her own, but she is taking two trips coming up. She's going down to Austin. Uh, she's going to stay with my best friend down there because she's going to a homeschooling convention, which is like 12 minutes from his house. So <laughs> she was like, I need to get a hotel. I was like, let me look that up. And it was literally like 12 minutes. So I texted shout out to Weston. He's like, oh, of course she can stay with us. So she's going to do that for she's leaving on Wednesday at, after the fourth. So and she'll be gone until Sunday. And then it, the beginning week in August, she, uh, which is pretty much exactly a month from when she's going to Austin, she's going up to Canada for um, eight days. So that's going to be interesting. Like, you know, I, I, me and the boys do stuff all the time just by ourselves, but it's going to be like full week and full days of, you know, just daddy working and also taking care of the kids. And like, you know, thankfully summertime is like my, our slowest part of the year with our business and stuff. So we can, we have a lot of like wiggle room where I can just be like, I'll do the things I need to do in the morning and then take the rest of the day off for a week or whatever. So anyway, it's uh it, that's going to be interesting though so it's like i, I we, i've been calling it the summer of michelle because she's just like getting out there and like traveling and doing stuff she's finally going to get to see her sister which she has not seen since um 2018 december of 2018 oh, so wow. yeah oh, with wow. covid well she had a baby sure, right yeah. after that so uh, yeah. and then or mm -hmm. my, my wife had a baby in 2019 then that whole year and then covid happened we were going to plan to go mm -hmm. up there and then covid happened and then um we were all going to try to go but i we went down to austin and i decided i didn't want to do 26 hours in a car with two kids so <laughs> it's just really expensive to fly us all up there so i'm just like uh uh, you go and have fun. So anyway, you uh, go, yeah. Michelle. But yeah, so Summer yeah, Michelle. that's that's kind of uh, she's going to be busy this year, which is cool. Um, I uh, as far as me, I I went and uh, you'll notice behind me, I've got just like a new background here. The listeners yeah, where, can't where see the that, but where are the shelves? But I tore the shelves down because they were starting to fall, and. Wow. Uh, I built shelves. So I've got I went funny story. So I went to our local um uh hardware wood supply, all that kind of stuff. And I get there and I I took my parents' truck and they have like a four-door Ford F-150 with like a five and a half foot bed. And I get there and I'm just like looking at it, I'm like, what what I need uh two by ten by however long and I need four I was like, I need to build four shelves. And they're like, well, we don't have eights. And I was like, they're like, but we have tens. I was like, do you have anything longer? They're like, we have 16. So the cheap dad in me, you know, is like, I'm going to get mm -hmm. the two 16s to save about 20 bucks. <laughs> and, but I didn't cut them in half before I got home. I drove home with 10 foot of board hanging out of the truck. And it, <laughs> thankfully it's not that far, but I was like, I strapped them in and they didn't fall out, but it was definitely probably a risk. I probably would have gotten pulled over, but did it, the did cheap it hang a little red flag on the back of it? Um, I did put, I had like a, 
like an orange uh, road thing that you wear when you're working on the road. It, my my stepdad had one of those in the back of his truck for no reason at like all. A vest? Just, yeah, like a vest. Yeah, like one of those okay, yellow yeah. reflector vest things. Yeah, I'll do the trick. Yeah. So anyway, it was uh, <laughs> it was a good time. So I got those home, and uh, I Michelle actually sanded. I cut them all perfectly how I want them. They're seven foot shelves by ten inches uh, by two inches. So. I'm gonna, and they're four shelves. So we did some paper for like a backdrop um, behind them. And then uh, I'm going to, I'm going to like stain them and do like a really high gloss polyurethane. So, but you could like a grayish stain where you can really see the wood grain still, but like a high mm-hmm. gloss that'll look cool. So anyway, it's, that's been kind of my project recently that uh been, uh been working on a little bit. Probably going to finish that this weekend when I get the brackets for the shelves. So but uh, recommendations, new or new with my kids. Yeah, nothing too much. Just enjoying the summer, enjoying the pool. My youngest is learning to swim, so that's cool. I got the pool going, and we've been using that like crazy. Summer hit us like a ton of bricks here. We, uh, it, the, the 21st of June, it was like, it's on. It was like 70 the week before, but then it was like 90s. And today was like the hottest day it's been. It's, it was 105 here today, which was oh, straight oh, brutal. Maybe. We had a uh, we had a weird phenomenon here the other night, like a weather phenomenon. It's called like a heat blast. So like when a storm is so high up because the heat's pushing it up, it basically just sends a bunch of warm air down. So like a blow dryer. So like about six o'clock in the morning, the wind just started going nuts, but it was like a weird downwind. And like apparently if I would have gone outside, it was just heat coming straight at you. And like, I noticed it was weird because my air usually doesn't cr- turn on when there's wind, but my air, my AC kicked on because it sensed the the warm air outside. So it was very weird thing. They said that like hasn't happened in like a hundred years that they've put on record in this area. So <laughs> it was just like the weirdest thing. You should have gone outside and experienced it. I wish I would have known what was going on. I It was just kind of like a once in a, you know, blue moon kind of weird thing that happened. But um. Yeah, as far as recommendations, I did see Elementals, uh, recommendations for kids. Highly enjoyed that movie, despite what some people are saying in the box office said. Really enjoyed it. It was like kind of like a rom-com with like kids, you know, aspects involved. My The boys both really loved it. My sister's kids loved it. So it was, I was laughing the entire time. Like, I was just like, oh, that's funny. It was like really good jokes for adults and stuff too. So as far as recommendations, I would say, um, you know, if you don't want to get out to the theater, definitely watch that when it comes on Disney Plus because it probably won't be long. So no. It'll probably be on Disney Plus. Turnaround reason. time is so quick. It, and it's just so visually stunning too. I think it's something like your daughter will love to watch, Tyler, even though she's oh, so I'm sure, young. yeah. And you'll probably love it too because we've talked about rom-coms on this podcast before. So Oh, I have no doubt I'm going to very much enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I think the main complaint I've seen is that it's just been advertised very poorly. Yeah, like it's kind of being presented as one type of movie when it's really a, like, like you said, kind of more of a rom-com kind of thing, a bit more. Uh, I think someone said it uh, almost as like kind of an immigrant story behind it that like I am yeah. getting none of those vibes from like the commercials, yeah. which are just trying to make that one little kid like with flowers on his armpit, like some sort yeah. of cute mascot. And I'm like, I don't need to see a movie about. And it's funny because that was that was funny in the movie but it was literally mm. like a nothing moment in the movie you know like, it was just like one of those it things. just it strikes me as like uh, uh like 80 year old executive watching the movies like yes 
that part that I remember. Yeah. That's where the advertising should be. Yeah. It was one of those things where I probably wouldn't have seen it. Like, not that I didn't want to take my kids, but like you said, I just didn't know anything about it. But my mom mm-hmm. was like, hey, I want to take all the kids to go see a movie. And then she like realized four kids just heard a movie like she might be, be a lot. in over her head. So me and my sister and my wife, we were like, we all want to see it too. So we all went and made an afternoon of it. But um, yeah, no, really enjoy that movie. Highly, I would definitely recommend watching it. I think um, probably both all the kids that we have will, will love it. I know that my boys have been like, when's it coming on Disney? I want to watch it again. And we've been listening like the songs in the car. Like there's a really cool song, like good soundtrack with it and stuff too. So Anyway, I think that's it. Unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about recommendation-wise or anything, I think uh, think we're ready to move into the main topic of what we're going to be talking about tonight. Let's do it. Yep. Yes. So I kind of we've we've touched on this a little bit before, but um, you know the thought was kind of crossing my mind of like parenting in the digital age, especially re- recently with like screen time and like you know just so many online things going on like scans and you know just like things that we, I, I was thinking of the contrast of like when i was a kid watching like power rangers and batman the animated series and things like that like the, i didn't have those kind of, my parents didn't have those kind of worries like just flipping on the tv for me to watch these you know after school cartoons or whatever now we have to be careful as parents in the digital age with handing a kid an ipad you know, because even a video that looks super innocent could have something tagged on at the very end that is a political view that is really trying to shape a child's mind at a very young age. Or you could Sorry be to scare everybody there. milkshake. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, so I just kind of wanted to get into the discussion of like, um, you know, parenting in the digital age. What are some of the pros and cons we've seen? Um, online safety, you know, benefits of living in the digital age versus not, and then like what we could all do better as parents. So we'll just kind of uh, start with the the first part of it, which is like, what have you seen some of the like pros and cons, maybe two or three? Um, I'll start with you, Tyler. Well, I haven't, I haven't necessarily seen the pros with Charlotte yet. Yeah. Um, she's, you know, doesn't quite understand like, like the iPad to her is like, oh, this sometimes shows Mickey Mouse Funhouse, and that's groovy. She loves that. Um, but from what I've seen, I think the biggest pro to me of this current digital age is globalization. Is kind of showing the lives and experience of people in places of the world that you may never go to in your life but you're able to see this wide away array of human experiences and it it can kind of help develop empathy beyond you know kids can sometimes have a very very small uh little world of their own they have their school friends they have their parents they have an extended family and probably neighborhood friends and that's about it that can be a very small little bubble and they can maybe misconstrue what is normal in their area is or should be normal for everywhere. I think it's a really, really great tool to show, hey, here is how people live in Mexico. Here is what life is like in Japan. Like it is is such a cool tool to show that 
the world is a much bigger and more beautiful place than you might initially think it is. So that's kind of the main thing I'm excited to use the tool of the internet to show Charlotte as she grows up. Um, but also, you know, funny internet videos are great too. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not show her, you know, uh, I'm trying cute dog and cat videos, cute dog video, like cute, like kittens yawning, you know, just cute little, cute little silly stuff too. I, I had oh, a yeah. very serious diatribe there for a second, but like, you know, there, there, there are cute videos of puppies sneezing that I can show her and that's going to be fun too. Oh but, yeah. Uh, uh, no, Chris, what, what do you think? I know you, you got some kids that are a little bit older. What is, uh, what's some of the pros been for you? Well, Tyler, it, it's it's ironic because I was literally this morning and it had nothing to do with the podcast, but we were talking, my son and I, my seven-year-old son, Darren, because he asked me, he said, Dada, what would you do without if you didn't have your phone? And that started down the hall. Well, let me tell you about something when I was growing <laughs> up, kiddo, because, you know, and so just going back to it, it's like, so obviously a pro kind of like to follow what Tyler was saying, anything I want to show my children, I can show them. In the sense that, you know, hey, let's, uh, you want to learn about uh, tsunamis? What's a tsunami? Let me pull up some videos on tsunamis. Hey, you want to learn about uh, um, animals? Let's pull up a random animal video. Um, the ability to just pull anything up and immediately get the answer is fantastic. On the flip side, my kids have zero patience. And I know this may sound stupid, but it's it's programmed in the back of your head or as it's programmed in the back of your mind. You don't realize it when I was growing up and likely when you guys were growing up and we wanted to watch a show. We had these things called commercials. Yep. There's no commercials anymore. And a lot of times if you still have TV, a lot of people like in my family, we use a YouTube TV, right? We just record the shows we want. We don't try to catch them live. We just record the shows right. we want, and then we go back and watch them afterwards, and we just skip the commercials. Did you guys used to do the 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 commercial snack run? Or was oh, a yeah. little literal sprint? Mm-hmm. Like you're like, all right, I only have so much time. I have to run to the kitchen. I have to get you the popcorn. Pa- I have you to get a drink. I have TV. to get ice for the drink, and then I got to run back to the TV and not you slip on my socks. Pause the TV, and if you had to take a, a bathroom break, you better go like yeah, you've never bolt. gone before. Yeah, no, I have uh, I have Hulu live with no ads. So like if I'm watching something, it just like automatically like after the fact, it automatically cuts the ads out. But um, which is really nice the next day type of thing. But sometimes at night, like me and my wife will be watching and I'm not like I can't just sit there. I have to like get up and do something. So like I'll throw on the app version of the show that has ads in it just so Mm -hmm. i can like have some time between moments and like go and get a snack or like you know brush my teeth or like whatever and like not have to like hit a button and just like come back and enjoy it so yeah i do kind of miss that sometimes (laughs) yeah so i mean to me that's that's a con is that right because since my kids have been little because they they are growing up 100 in the digital age me and my wife we didn't you know um at least not at first so my kids have never had to understand what it meant to sit through a commercial break to get to the next part of the show to the point where they will get upset if we put on a show for in the morning that we recorded on, on the TV or whatever. They get upset if I don't fast forward the commercials. And I know that of all the things, it's patience. But then I'm thinking to myself, like, how does that then convey into the rest of their lives? Because if they can't have patience to sit through a commercial on a TV, what kind of patience are they going to have for anything else 
going forward if they're used to that immediate gratification of this is what i want to see and not right. what you know mm-hmm. little things like that in the back of my head um another con that uh worries me a little bit is there's so much information available on the internet on youtube on whatever i am afraid of my kids discovering things on their own before i or my wife have a chance to sit down and have a conversation with them about it first yeah um, mm-hmm. I do not like the idea that the internet could become apparent to my child because my child's natural curiosity takes them down paths um, to see things or learn things that um, are something that they should be is a family matter. You know, you know, birds and the bees, for example, that's something that mm-hmm. I, I still believe that should be a conversation between parents and the kids. That's that's private. That's personal. Um but the fact that if you mistype something on the Google search bar, you could end up getting Somewhere the whole you everything you want. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. That 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 is a definite con to me, and something that doesn't keep me awake at night yet because my kids don't have their own iPad or their own computer or anything like that. Um, and if they ever do, it's under strict supervision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when my son gets a laptop from school. There are safeguards in place on his laptop, so he can't go find that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say uh, those are my pros and cons and things like that. Mason, how about you? Yeah, I just want to say real I, quick, um, oh, just yeah. even beyond like the birds and the bees thing, there's like a real concerning trend of like this kind of alpha male mindset kind of nonsense that like little like especially like young men can like find and really take to heart of like oh this is how you treat women in your life and this is how you become like an alpha male like like influencer and get whatever you want and that is the most to me it from what i've seen at least like the most just like worst kind of toxic sludge that kids can get from uh Look, yeah, finding it's, it's, these influencers online that is so terrifying is to think about very, these little misogynists running around. Yeah. It is very hard to police what your children see because at, at some point you're not going to be able to, you know what I mean? You have sure. to instill the right values in them, you know. And when right. I say the right values, I, I literally mean like the values of being a good, decent human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it it does get very worrisome that that opportunity may get taken away from you before you have the the chance to steer them the right ship. But then at the same point, that'll go down a whole other thing of, of trusting too, right? I mean, yeah, for sure. I, I feel like a lot of these instances, because uh, what you have the ones that uh, you have groups of people that they call themselves incels, right? Uh, oh, gosh. You know, the yeah, that's, bits, that's the who I was talking about. I didn't want to use that word, but yeah, them. And and and. Mm-hmm. You know this this whole ideal that it's like you said you know, and, and but to me, and again I, I I will I will pass this back to Mason. Sorry, um, sorry. I I believe a lot of that's psychological as well, mm-hmm. not just it, that's from. I feel like those are kids whose parents have been like, yeah, just go ahead and get on the computer or on your iPad. That's yeah. fine, and right. and they leave them to their own device. And there's no, you need to go outside and play with your friends. You need to do this. You need. There's no pushing. There's no parenting. It's just, oh, here, here's the device that babysits. Now I can go do my own thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I have full faith, um, Mason, that uh, our boys won't grow up to be that 
type of way. Um, and I fully, fully have no doubt in my mind, uh, Tyler, that you, your, your daughter will grow up to know exactly, um, you know, the right how she way she should be treated. Exactly. Yeah, the right way exactly. she should be treated how by to, another person. How to avoid those kind of buffoons. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, I think as far as my perspective, it's, it's very along the same lines. There's so much good that's come out of it. Like, mm-hmm. um, anything my kids want to see, you know, learning cause they're homeschooled. So my wife uses YouTube a lot to teach with like animal videos and things like that. So that's really cool. That's something that's at your fingertips that you can just figure out. My kids went through, they were learning about amphibians for a while and I'm not going to talk about reptiles and snakes again, but I don't but mind were, reptiles. It's only snakes. Yeah. Lizards are chill with me, but they went through this, like the boys, they were learning about frogs. And so they're like, what do frogs eat? So they got really into this, watching nature videos about frogs eating different animals or different um, bugs and other frogs, like all kinds of stuff. So like it it was really cool. It's been like really cool, like a really cool teaching tool, having all of this at your fingertips, you know? And, uh, but like you said, there's so, there's so much out there that you have to be really careful. And I'll get into a little bit of how I manage because I am a little bit more, um, lenient with the ipad and things like that but i have it on lockdown um i i'll I'll get into it in a little bit when our online safety part but i uh i get a notification every time my son visits a website so i can click the notification and go to the website and see exactly what he's looking at and uh so but um so i let i give him a little bit of for my oldest especially a little bit of freedom to like you know if he wants to see a picture of you know of some something and i've got the browsers locked down and stuff like he'll he knows how to research um you know his video games or toys or whatever he wants to look at at the time but um uh but yeah it's something that definitely like comes with a huge con too because like you guys said there's there's so much out there that could go the wrong direction very quickly if you're not careful so mm-hmm. and i uh i i definitely walk that line of i want to let him um, you know, l- learn technology and, you know, love to, you know, embrace it and maybe even make an, a career with it in the future, if that's what he wants to do. Um, you know, but also I, I definitely want, <laughs> I want them to be well-regulated and not just attached to the screen all the time. So the definite, definite pros, great education tool. The cons is it can become an addiction very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think we all do a really good job you know, as we've talked about of managing, you know, giving a good balance. And, um, you know, I, it it was funny the other day and I was thinking about this topic and I saw a meme of, uh, somebody at Walmart in the peaches section drew a picture of Bowser and it Mm -hmm. just said like peaches, 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 peaches. And like, I showed that to the family and we all laughed and thought that was so funny. So like, there's so many little things like that that just bring us joy, whether it's like a funny video or this or that. Um, but it's, uh, there's a lot of cons. There's a lot of cons and um, that, but when used correctly, I, yeah, I, I it's, it's just, it, it's such a great, it can be such a great thing. But then you walk the line of not letting the device parent the child. And uh, so that brings us into how do we continuously manage to keep that balance of too much and too little. And I know Tyler, for, like I know for you, your daughter's real young, so it's not like you can give her an iPad or a video game or something. But like, I, I guess in speaking of like, how do you like use it 
as a tool at times that for like good to help you out, but also balance the side of, of like, did I just turn on Bluey for like two hours and go do other things and not interact with her at all, you know, while I'm watching her, you know, so like for, for you in that aspect, how does that, how do you keep a balance with that type of stuff? Here's the thing. We, we do have an iPad that's like, you know, very cushioned like, yeah. with like friendly handles for Charlotte to carry around. And we, it's, it's basically only a Disney plus machine right. to be real. With you. <laughs> and we, we have it mostly for like road trips. Cause uh, both of our families live pretty far away. And if she wakes up and is just super unhappy in her car seat, it's something we have straps. We can kind of put it on like, you know, the seat head in front of her so she can have something to watch and just kind of keep her occupied when it's not an option to pick her up and play with her. Um, but also we do let her like watch it at home every now and again. Um, and yeah, sometimes it is just because it makes parenting a bit easier. Like if my wife's out doing something for the afternoon and I need to focus on putting laundry away and she's running around getting into ruckus, it's like, I can give her an iPad and be like, all right, we're going to watch an episode. Um, but you know, we, we just try and make sure we keep it down to one, maybe two episodes if it's, you know, a long road trip or something. We have a, it has, um, I forget what the no- names actually, but it has these controls where you can draw a section where you can't interact with it so that you can't like poke it and accidentally, yeah, that's so you nice. know, yeah. get into some other app. She can't open Venmo and just buy a whole bunch of bluey stuffed animals <laughs> by accident, just by poking it. You know what I mean? Accident. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Accident. Wink. Little, little mini mastermind. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it is something that I feel like a lot of parents feel a lot of shame for using screens at all. And it is just kind of like, we're not perfect, right? Sometimes you just need a distraction because kids have more energy than we ever will. Um, but moderation really is key because I have had times where I've been like, okay, all done and take the thing away and she screeches and grabs for it and i'm like this is not good like you need to have a cool down time of like a couple days before i even bring this out again you know what i mean so it's uh it is a balance balance is exactly the right word right chris you got three wild and crazy boys that have way more energy than you'll ever have in your entire life probably (laughs) so you know and mm -hmm. And, and throughout the years, uh, throughout the seven years now that my wife and I have, have had kids, starting with one and now we're at three, um, you know, a uh, full admittance here. I mean, we, we've had our ups and our downs where, you know, at one point, both of us were working full time before we were able to, you know, survive on one income. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there were times where I was only getting three hours of sleep a night and she was only getting maybe five hours of sleep a night. Um and you have a wild and crazy, you know, four-year-old and an infant, you know. So, yeah, a lot of times the infant, you just kind of snuggle up with them a little bit. You turn on the TV for the kid and you you don't sleep, but you kind of, you know, rest for an extra hour or something like that. Yeah. Right. And it was really important to mentally come to that conclusion that you're not being a bad parent. You're trying to be a good parent because you're no use to your child if your brain is fried from exhaustion, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, so it's, you're, you're just trying to recharge yourself. And, and as long as it's not an everyday thing, you're fine. Um, 
but we're very cognizant about how much time we let the kids um, spend in front of the TV. Um, you know, we've talked about over the summer right now, like, okay, so what's the game plan? Because we don't want the kids playing video games for two hours every single day. That's too much. Right. So we've come up with plans like they have to earn it. You know, they have to yeah. do chores. They have to pick stuff up. Um, and the reward is, you know, 15 minute intervals of game time, so to speak. It works sometimes. And there's other times where, you know, uh, I, I have to give it to my wife. Like sometimes she just needs that hour to an hour and a half break where one kid is napping and the other two are playing video games. So she can just breathe for a minute because yeah. she is at home with them all day by herself until I'm home from work. Um, but the important thing is if you're going to have to do that to make sure that it's something quality related mm. um, on the video game side. Yeah. My oldest loves to play Fortnite, but he's really gotten into, he only runs to play it now with people kind of like me. I only play Fortnite yeah. with friends. I don't play it by myself. Now he only wants to play it with me. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is both touching and sometimes irritating because <laughs> I wake up from these overnight shifts. He's like, oh, oh, uh, it's not three o'clock yet. So can you play Fortnite with me? I'm like, I literally I haven't even gone to the bathroom yet. I just woke up. Can I can I get up and go talk to your mom for two minutes? Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's again, it's balance and it's recognizing when the balance is shifting too far one direction namely too much screen time it's recognizing when there is no more balance and what you right. need to do to do that and so restore the balance <laughs> restore the balance yep. so sometimes that is you know what we put the pool outside and you want to go in the pool we'll put some sunscreen on you have fun let me know when you want to come out and you want to go back in after dinner cool we'll send you back out there go back in there after dinner uh we did that just recently for i think two or three days and they probably spent six to seven hours each day in the pool and then and then at bedtime guess what they crashed immediately. There was no staying up for an hour after we put them down and playing and joking. It was literally just they're out, like pass it on the floor. So it's, yeah, I mean, it, I, I could keep rambling on and on about this stuff, but I just, I want to stress to people that we are, as a society have been taught, shamed almost, that if you put a screen in front of your child, you're a bad parent. Yeah. And unfortunately, that isn't the case because we do live in that digital age where if your child doesn't know how to work a computer or doesn't know how to work a tablet or a smartphone by the time they're age 9, 10, 11, 12, not only will they be ostracized by their peers, they might actually fall behind a little bit in school because now they have to take the time to teach the kid how to use the tool that the school is using to go ahead and do education because it's easier for the teachers. So be smart about the screen time and recognize that it's not a toy, it's a tool Right. And if you're if you're going to allow them to use it to make sure that, yes, they can have some fun with it, but make sure that they understand that it is a tool, not a toy. Yeah, I've seen well, those trends where like teachers assign uh, kids to make memes for homework. Yeah, <laughs> they'll have like, you know, the kids are reading some sort of like the Great Gatsby or some things like their yeah. homework is make a meme about the Great Gatsby. And these kids make some really good memes. Um, but yeah, it's it's like you said, you do have to know how to use a computer. It's not really a suggestion anymore in today's society. My, they gave my son in kindergarten his own laptop. Mm -hmm. In kindergarten. Yeah. You have to know. I didn't get my first computer until I was in college. Yeah. And yeah, that was wild. only 20 years ago. So let's say 
I was about, well, you were in college in like 1989. So I'm just no, that, that would be 30 years ago. Nice I, try. I'm joking. I'm joking. Nice try, Mason. No, I, 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 I really liked hearing both of your, your, you know, talking about the balance because it's so, it's, it's so different, but it's so much the same at the same time, you know, because we all, we're all going through something similar when you have kids and living in this digital age, you know, and I, for, for us, like, um, our video game rule is only on the weekends and usually after three o'clock. So, and, you know, occasionally, you know, rules are made to be broken. <laughs> so like on a Thursday night or something, I'll be like, let's go play a couple rounds together, together. And so I think doing that has really helped my oldest, especially like, um, try to work for it a little more and like school can become such a crazy thing sometimes. And so like he, he applies himself more knowing that he might have a little reward at the end of it and thinking about these things. And, um, but yeah, I mean, in the mornings, it, when it's not some in, in the summer, we take some time. She's still doing school during the, during the summer, but like in the mornings in, in the school months, like the regular, you know, where everybody else is going to school, there's no TV in the morning. It's only, yeah. you know, coloring activity. Uh, my wife set up a journal for my oldest now since he writes and uh, she puts topics in every week or every day for him to write about. So like, you know, and then at the end of the week, she gives him a free form topic. So like he'll write in his journal every morning. And so that's really cool. Um, and that kind of keeps him away from the screen for a little while. And it depends on how tired we are. They'll come in and be like, hey, can we watch something educational? We have an educational list of things that they can watch. So like, it's not just Teen Titans Go first Wild thing in the morning. Kratz. You're right. You can learn yeah, a lot what? from Teen Titans Go. Okay. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, Kratz. but that puts so much love energy Wild into Kratz. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, Wild Kratz, um, Bluey is on our educational Wild Kratz, list. Bluey, know, like, um, uh, Dan- Daniel Tiger, you know, Daniel stuff like Tiger, that. Instead um, uh, uh, of watching Baby Einsteins, it's not bad. What's the other one on PBS? Or the there's so many on PBS. I mean, are they're, they're yeah. super they're they're superheroes and they're using the power of reading. Oh super yeah, wide. they were super watching wide. that. Yeah, they were watching that for a little bit. But anyway, so like we have our approved list of things. So like it's and and uh, you know I I'm I, my motto is too much of anything is too much. So if you sit in the sun and you play in the sun for too long, you're gonna get sunburn. You're gonna get cancer. You know, so like, it's just like, I, I, and it, I, that's dark, but there's, there's pros and cons to everything. Like, Don't yes, getting, too long, kiddo, you're going to get cancer. No, it's not like that. But I'm just saying too much <laughs> of anything is too much. If I'm constantly, you know, it's going to burn them out. So like, you know, we have such a fast paced moving life and world we live in these days that the digital age has really created. And it's, it's hard not to get lost in those things, but you need to have a, a variety of things. So in the having a balance of screens versus having a balance of going outside versus having a balance of, you know, whatever they're interested in art wise or whatnot is all, is all very important. And I don't do a great job of it sometimes. Like, like you guys said, like, I want to be a best parent. So like sometimes on a Saturday after we eat a big lunch, I'm like, I'm really tired. So let's, I'm going to lay down and take a nap, but you guys can like lay here with me and watch like Bluey or my, uh, whatever they want to watch, you know, something that helps me sleep and then (laughs) then chill out for a little bit. So, you know, but, uh, it's, uh, yeah, but anyway, I'm just rambling at this point, but 
just having that balance and trying to find that every day and then like knowing when to reset, you know, and yeah. not it, my, my wife, she like, we're very yin and yang with this. She's like, if you weren't around, we would have nothing, no technology. Like we would have very little technology in our house. Like, but I'm the other way where I embrace technology. I work with the technology. I was always into technology as a kid, which was yeah, really same. scary for me. Cause I didn't have any parents looking over my shoulder. It well, I had a computer and I didn't have parents looking over me, but they, I guess they trusted me, but I was never like diving into like really scary anything, you know, like I mean, I don't, it would I don't mean scare speak, the crap out of me. But. <laughs> I don't mean to speak for any of our parents, but I don't think they necessarily trusted us so much as they didn't understand right. what was Very out true. there. The Very internet true. back in the 90s was a completely different place. Yeah. And um, my parents met on the internet, so they had a little bit of really? understanding. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, my my mom met my stepdad in an AOL chat room. So, okay. Legit, kind of man. scary. I respect and that. It all worked out, but uh, something Who that could have gone really haywire. Who hasn't had an internet girlfriend at least some point in the digital age? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I had an internet girlfriend. Yeah. So I don't think I ever had an internet I had girlfriend. More I had than in- one at the same time. What up? I had, a number, <laughs> I had a number of internet like female friends that like player. <laughs> yeah, it was weird times, man. Now you yeah. can't. Now, like I can tell you right now from experience, because like there are extortionists out there, fraud, for, you know, people that do frauds that try to. You see it on the news all the time about they pose as young women, and they start talking to young men. And Catfish. try to try to convince. Well, they try to convince them to Give send them, them videos or pictures of themselves. Oh yeah, yeah, naughty pictures and naughty videos. And then as soon as they do it, they reveal, "Sorry, I'm actually a 32 year old male or whatever. And unless you pay me five thousand dollars, I'm releasing this to the internet yeah. for everyone to see." And people have like deleted themselves over it. So, and it's actually happened to someone in my extended family. They didn't delete themselves, obviously, but. They yeah. they were extorted that way, and um, I mean, yeah, it's just, awful. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely horrible. It is absolutely so horrible. With that, we just you know have to be on our on our p's and q's with that kind of stuff with online safety, which is our next point. And you know, I'll start on this one. I I I uh, I live in the Apple ecosystem, and they have done a really nice job of helping you out. Is apparent keeping thing keeping tracks track of when your kid's using an Apple device. Um, so yeah. my I made iCloud accounts because I have like the family iCloud thing that all that for my kids and their kid accounts, but um, they're all attached to mine. So like you can turn on like little specific notifications to like when my son picks up the iPad and researches something, like I can literally click on my phone and look at the page he's looking at, which is really cool. And so we haven't had anything where he's, you know, been somewhere that he shouldn't be yet um because i have like the browsers the browsers really locked down too and uh so you know he can only use this browser and if he looks for something because he likes to look at google images of of kingdom hearts or like you know just the thing he's into at the time mario and then they take and or they'll look up coloring pages a lot too because they're really into coloring so he can like save coloring pages and print them and color them and stuff like that so um 
But having some of these security measures in place has really helped my peace of mind more than it ever will help him, <laughs> you know, just yeah. knowing what he's doing at all times. And video games, you know, it it's it, he has a few that he plays right now. There's nothing like too uh, major. He knows he can't play Fortnite unless it's with me and or he wants to do like an obstacle course on a private mode. He knows how to do all that. So um, that's kind of my just my personal thing with him and um my my youngest they're really into youtube kids so i have to be very um that you can approve certain channels and things like that in the youtube security settings so i've gone through and approved some of our friends even <laughs> so yeah. like uh shout out to chris long they like watching his videos shout out to hassan been on the show before they like watching his videos and just some other ones that i videos that kids yeah. can enjoy yeah exactly and there's you know no uh left or right wing speech at the end of it <laughs> you know because i i literally opened up a video and it was some trump supporting person and it was like this really innocent they're playing with these toys and then at the end comes a black screen with a message in it and it was the scariest thing like i was like holy crap these yeah. jerks are trying to inject political views in our kids at this age and it's get they, it gets through the YouTube alg algorithm. So you can actually, in the YouTube Kids app, you can go through and uh, green light certain channels and then block everything else. So when they search, you know, it'll only come up with with certain things. So I've, I've, I probably need to go through and refine that again, but, um, but I do keep, you know, as far as online safety, try to keep those things in check. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just me personally. Um, Chris, how about you, man? Um, we, I mean, like I said, Fortnite, um, I, I do let Darren kind of go off on his own a little bit, but I also through Epic Games have been able to limit what he can do on his own. So he can't, uh, his account doesn't have the ability to go into a party with anybody that isn't on yeah. his friends list. And he doesn't have the ability to, well, he has the ability to search people out and add friends himself, but he cannot have someone else add him as a friend. That's um, good, yeah. Uh, his screen time and all activities do get reported to me via email uh, once a week. So I can always fall back and find out how long has he been on? Did he sneak the Nintendo when no one was looking one time? You know, <laughs> things like that. Um, on his, when he had his laptop, he did get into a habit of sneaking off to get on the laptop without yeah. telling us. And we had to have a very uh, harsh conversation about you don't get on that without asking at all at all yeah. um when it comes to youtube they only watch youtube on the tv through the we have a roku so they can do it through roku um and they don't watch tv without mom or dad being in the room somewhere just the way my house is set up like if you're in the living room you're also in the kitchen also in Everybody the hallway going upstairs yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so Same. it's not like yeah. It's a secret room they can go. Uh, the only other TV in the house, um, well, that's not true. There's two TVs. We have one in the workout room, and then we have one upstairs in our bedroom. But they don't have TVs. They don't have iPod, iPads. They don't have tablets of any type. Um, we'll let them play on the phone, but they usually just play with the camera. Um, so, I mean, for us right now, online safety is more basically us. But it's nice to know, like with Apple and stuff, that we have that capability if we need to to be able to lock it down, yeah. lock it down. Because um, I don't think those same features are necessarily available with other um, companies at this time. Yeah. At least not and, to an extent where I would feel comfortable. 
Yeah, and also shout out to Apple with the newest update coming in, which is so cool because my my kids have such a hard time. The iPad will sense how close their face is to it and shut it off. Oh, uh, because oh, cool. Tell them move it back because my youngest he does that. He gets in on with the iPad in his face and all that kind of stuff. My wife's always like push it back. So that's like a, another screen time ish feature they're adding, which is really cool. I I will need to use that feature, not because Charlotte has bad watching habits, but because she'll try and lick the screen. And we don't <laughs> yeah. want that to happen. And it seems like that's going to help me out a lot, actually. So thank you for mentioning. That. Yeah, no, it's really cool. They've got some other cool features coming out. Like they're really taking a serious because, you know, they want the next generation to be successful I, and you know it's all and to buy apple business products. and buy yeah. apple products but like they put enough good things into it to me where it's worth it for me to spend the extra money if they're going to use devices to that i can really you know it's a choose your own adventure how much you want to lock it down or how much you want to you know give some freedom to it too so um I don't have complete peace of mind like they advertise. They'll have peace of mind. Give the thing to your kid. You're not going to no, worry you can about never, it. I never really... have peace of mind. Like those no, are no, marketing no, no, no. tactics. I, I see through that completely. So <laughs> I'm not just like out here like, oh, whatever. Apple products are the safest thing on the planet. But also. 100% safe. I'm not worried anymore. Yeah, right. But yeah, taking advantage of those features, though, is is uh, very nice to be able to, to do. So um I think we've talked about benefits a little bit. Do you guys have any, any, or, or actually Tyler online safety for you. I know it's not like you said, you, it's a Disney plus machine. So like, yeah, right now online safety is literally getting her to not lick the screen <laughs> and not like, you know, push banking apps and accidentally right. log in because her face looks a lot like mine. Um, but it is something that, I have thought about a lot for the future because I think the stranger danger aspect of it is very real. And I fully understand that like true friendships can be found online. I haven't met either of you gentlemen in person and I consider you very close friends. Right. That being said, we are adults. We have vetted each other out kind of before really like becoming friends and we know how to do that safely whereas kids don't necessarily know how to do that and like i i remember being a kid where again my parents didn't really understand the internet i made friends that like we would like exchange like phone numbers and like call each other and like like luckily nothing like they were all also just dumb kids but there are people out there willing to take advantage of dumb kids who oh yeah know manipulation tactics who know how to earn trust that shouldn't be there and i think well safety online isn't just necessarily settings that you can set although those help i think it's communication about what is out there and making sure that your kids don't trust easily yeah yeah for sure and maybe I, that's dire but it's i i have a little um 
like a like example of this because my son he's really into looking up his favorite games and some of the streamers that play mm-hmm. his favorite games like Dreamlight Valley and Kingdom Hearts and things like that and he was looking at like a like a video where a person was talking about Dreamlight Valley and the updates coming out this year and they were speculating and he was like no dad this is real this is happening because he said it mm-hmm. and I was like no son no no, speculating. no 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 so I had to like really and, and I'm like you know how we have these conversations about these things are a tool that you can use for good, but also, you know, can be really bad and, you know, have to explain those things to him. Like that's very innocent and that's fine that you want to buy into that or whatever, but like, there's going to be other things that you come across that you're going to, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, make sound so appealing and that could be real that just aren't. And so yep. you have to be very careful about buying into those things. And I think it's good to start them off on some easier things <laughs> so <laughs> like that, because uh, yeah. it's uh, it's a learning. Everything's a learning experience. You know, it's just mm-hmm. for, for everything. Sorry to cut and you I off. think the other thing, too, is, you know, I, I, I read somewhere that the number they, they interviewed like a bunch of kindergartners and the number one job that most of these kids want when they grow up is influencer yeah is youtube star is streamer they they see that as the coolest job ever is going online and being yourself and a whole bunch of people like you and give you things and that's true sometimes but it's also such a huge risk that like what what would you guys do if one of your kids comes up to you and says, Hey dad, I want to start my own YouTube channel or that happened to me this week. Actually did it really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What'd you do? I said, well, um, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, uh, but I explained to him, I said, Hey man, like, you know, some of these things, the parents have made into businesses and it's something that's can be very lucrative for people, but you just putting yourself out there and wanting to do this, Number one, it's a lot of work and, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just not what we do. You know, we're not going to be putting a lot of time and effort into putting ourselves as a persona and wanting to do something like that, because like, what would you talk about? You know, what, what are you going to do that's going to be beneficial in this type of thing? Is it going to be, but that, that takes a lot of time where you could be learning or doing other things that are more beneficial, you know? So like just trying to explain the balance of that and that there's a lot of scary people that want to watch you for very wrong re- the wrong reasons and that's just mm. not something i want to take part in yeah yep and i just told them yeah i just told them i love you very much and i just want you to be safe and that was pretty mm-hmm. much the end of it so my son wants to be a streamer um <laughs> yeah don't they all sure. this time right now. like i said that is what i want to be a streamer to be. <laughs> well, he watches he loves to watch mr a game on youtube who is a nintendo streamer very family friendly very yeah. nice guy from from australia um i enjoy watching him he's just fun he's very like yeah. i said family friendly Same. whatever um but my son like idolizes what he does and if he watches you know enough of him in a week he'll just be like hey folks it's darren you know, and, and like he started That's saying, cute. I'm he sorry. Started saying, <laughs> oh, no, we we have a video or uh, he, he took my phone and he was recording and he was like, hey, folks, it's me, Darren. I'm just looking my best. And he like did a, like, a little look. <laughs> like, we have that video like forever. My, so my like, wife so sent rules. My wife sent me uh, on 
Axel his iPad. He he was like doing a stupid little video, and he's like, "And don't forget to like and subscribe." Yep. Oh my. My gosh. son says that all the time. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I I joke with him. I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, you gotta you start making money." I'm like, "But if you start making more money than Daddy doing it, there's a problem." Um, but I mean, no, we're not. No, um, no, I'm not. I I won't put him through that. I won't let him do that. I want him to stress about what he's going to play outside what what's he going to learn in school as he goes into second grade i'm not going to allow him to even entertain the idea of doing anything like that and when he's older i'll explain to him exactly why about you know the space changes on a dime without any notice and what's popular today like ryan's playhouse or whatever five years ago was the biggest channel on youtube is now he's not even a, a part of the conversation anymore so idolizing these streamers and youtube personalities it's dangerous because most of them are fake um it's a shocker sorry if that ruins anyone's days to find out their favorite youtubers probably a fraud um (laughs) but that's i mean i I think it's it's, i think a fraud is almost the wrong word a lot of them are acting yeah it's It's just another form of acting exactly so you know, maybe when he's older, if he's interested in doing that, I would definitely I, I want to support my kids and I want to support mm-hmm. they want to do at the same time. You know, I I'm going to give them the opportunity to fail because I think it's important that they fail. And yeah, let's face it, 99 percent of every kid who wants to be a streamer or be a YouTube personality is going to fail. The one app I will keep them off of for a very long time, Tyler, is TikTok. <laughs> yeah keep them off tiktok no 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 no. keep them off no yeah absolutely yes these Stamp tiktok that. challenges keep i keep off, hearing man. about and people getting hurt because that's the new trend on tiktok and you get the most views and likes i'm like wow that is that is like they took twitter the worst parts of twitter and then turned it into a video platform like that was it's also a really bad too, idea too too easy to make a tiktok it's so yeah. easy just hit the button how, how is our it, tiktok like, account doing by the way uh eh. we're not like super <laughs> active on it so it's it's doing good i mean it's mostly our friends who have followed it follow are, us on tiktok everybody follow us on tiktok um <laughs> and i don't know maybe i should do i i, I feel scummy being the guy who goes around like uh, commenting on other videos like hey funny listen to our podcast so i don't really do that <laughs> although i think some people get successful doing it i just it, that feels scummy to me so i just kind of I, I just kind of let it roll and the people who like it seem to like it. Uh, I yeah. did make a mistake the other day though. Cause I, I uploaded our, um, the video from last week's episode with, uh, the snakes, but I didn't realize that like when I hit record, I hit record as like a trend. So instead of like any of the audio, it was some sort of weird song playing over it as <laughs> I was looking like just scared and Mason was just like mouthing along. And I'm like, Oh, I, and I found it on my own personal TikTok, And I'm like, Oh, I messed up. I have to go. I have to go delete this and re-upload it. That's hilarious. Uh, um, professionals over here. Yeah, yeah. That was the one that probably would have gone viral. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. Well, TikTok's great. Let's get back on track great, here. But uh, and yeah, let, and I think it's good to round out this discussion with the idea of what could we do better. And I don't want to go like deep into like all the rabbit holes of how we could do better because we could all do better but what is one thing that 
you think that in this space that you could do better as a parent. And I'm not like trying to like, yeah, we all are bad parents or anything like that. I'm just saying like, I think sharing the personal experience is relatable. And that's just what this is all about anyway. So um, Chris, do you want to start? I don't mind starting, but what, I don't what we could do better in terms of parenting in the digital age. Right, right. Um, I would, I would definitely say, um, I need to do a better job of filtering what my seven-year-old experiences versus what my two-year-old experiences, because I feel like a lot of the content being consumed, my seven and four-year-old are eating up like crazy. And my two-year-old is obviously watching things way outside outside Mm -hmm. his age Mm -hmm. range. And I discover this when I have one-on-one time with them and we read a book and he's reading, he wants to read like the really, really little, little, little kid books because every night at bedtime we're reading the more, you know, the Berenstain Bears and stuff like that, but that's out of his age range right now. He still needs to read Little Blue Truck and stories like that. It's that realization that, like I said, filtering and and maybe taking the extra time that if he's going to get something, it needs to be different even though yes he wants to watch whatever his brothers are watching and he wants to do whatever they're doing and he wants to read whatever they're reading he needs to have the focus on what is appropriate for his age level and he will get there in time it's okay if the older ones want to watch down but i shouldn't let the two-year-old be watching up not when he's two Mm -hmm. um so i think that's something that I'm, i'm cognizant of i've been cognizant of i just need to continue to do a better job of remembering that yeah like i you know unfortunately now i have to i have to cater the digital content per age group appropriately um i can't just throw out i mean tv is one thing but you know as far as like watching blaze and the monster machines versus wild kratz versus because he loves all of that um but it's the other stuff too so yeah i'll go next i i uh that's yeah, that's really a good thing to think about, Chris, because I, I I think I have to think about that subconsciously. They're just where they watch a lot of the same, but my, my youngest has definitely seen something like stuff that we probably never would have let the oldest watch when he was that age. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I think for me, I had a realization on Saturday and I posted about it because all the toys were off the wall. And so... You know, my youngest was down here helping me out and I was kind of do or just hanging out with me. So we were sitting, we, I was working in this room and stuff and kind of moving stuff around. And my youngest was kind of just playing with some of the toys. And I sat down to like, finally got finished. And I was like, you know, I'm going to sit down and play, you know, Power Rangers with them and get the mega, get the zap megazords out. And we're going to be careful with them, but we're going to play with them. And uh, I sat down and I was like, hey, I'm going to play with you, buddy. And he looked at me and he goes, and he goes, uh, no, I just want to play by myself. And it, I had the realization of he's used to just playing by himself a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. And while yeah. we do play outside and we go and do things, I don't just like sit down a whole lot and pick up their action figures and play with them um, together. And so like, I, I think as far as that goes, cause he, the, my oldest was upstairs playing video games and it was his time to play video games. Um, we had worked in the yard all morning and my oldest did such a good job helping me clean up because we had a huge hailstorm and our yard was just completely trashed and we got it like perfect looking by the end by like in like three hours and he really helped me do a lot of that 
And so I gave him some extra time on video games. And, you know, I started sitting down here and playing with my youngest and we were playing some of the Megazord. He realized, oh, daddy wants to like play action figures with me. And he was like, oh yeah, you know, we can play together. We can play together. That's cool. And what, it, what happened? My oldest turned off the video games on his own, came down here, sat down, and we were all having just a blast playing with all that the rules. toys for a few hours. And I love hearing so, that. So I think for me personally, that's something I need to do better. And I posted about it and it really hit home with a lot of people, which was cool to see like the love that that post got too. that, um, you know, that's just like a, that's a universal feeling, you know? And I was just, I, mm -hmm. I was reflecting on that the next day and I was just like, yeah, that's something I need to do more. I wasn't like beating myself up because we beat ourselves up too much as being a parent. But at the same time, yeah. I was like, I definitely need to make a more of an effort in that aspect instead of just like, let's go to the movies and have fun. They would have so much, just as much fun sitting here playing with all of my cool toys as they would me taking them to the movies. So I need to make sure and do that mm -hmm. more. So that's just something for me. Yeah, I think for me, um, I think, I need to start watching some of my own habits because uh, Charlotte doesn't necessarily have any bad habits yet, but she's at an age where she's just a sponge and yeah. is watching and absorbing and listening. And I need to be conscientious of that. Um, for example, I'm, I love podcasts, obviously I'm in one with y'all. Um, and oftentimes when I get off of work, the way that I relax is I'll just put on a podcast for uh, my commute home. Um, I'll pick up Charlotte at daycare, get her in the car, and I'll just keep listening to the podcast as like we drive. It's like a seven minute drive from daycare to home. So it's just like the final stretch. I usually just want to finish out whatever conversation is happening. And I don't necessarily listen to only PG podcasts. Same. You know, yeah. I've never bothered worrying about ratings or if there are swears in it or anything. Um, but I was like talking to my wife about the other day and I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, she is at an age where she is not, she doesn't have a huge vocabulary of spoken words, but she has a really good vocabulary of listen to words. Yeah. She's very, she knows a lot of words that she can't necessarily say yet, but she is listening. She's paying attention. And in return, I need to do better paying attention to being like, hmm, this one's inappropriate. I need to switch to, you know, Disney classics on Spotify or something yeah. else while she's in the car, because I just I just I don't want to build bad habits or like have her, you know, have her learn some words that she doesn't that she shouldn't be saying and have to explain why <laughs> yeah. she can't use a word. She doesn't understand like words you can't say yet because we're just encouraging every word. So I think I need to just kind of watch myself because I I have a little person who is watching me and yeah. I want to make sure I set a good example for her. Yeah, no, I think that's a great, that's a great point. Cause I, I've been through the same thing and that's why I'm always like giving Eric our good friend, Eric Barry props about Ranger command because my boys yes. love power Rangers and Eric makes a, makes a concerted effort to make that a family podcast. Mm -hmm. So I know I can throw that on at any time. Whereas, you know, I love Ranger danger. I love those guys. I love their commentary on, you know, different yes. things. Ranger I love danger the reality. Laugh, yeah. For I a love, reason. <laughs> right. I love the reality show uh, podcasts. I listen to different things, but they're not mm -hmm. the cleanest situations going on or even someone like the, 
doctor shows, you know, like the psychology yep. shows and stuff. They're not the cleanest podcast every time, you know, there's literally like, mm-hmm. so it's really nice to be able to throw on one that's good. And Eric definitely does a really good job. And we're trying yep. to do the same. So <laughs> we get off the this, rails a little yes. bit sometimes, but we definitely I, try to do the same. I, I do hope this is like a good podcast that parents can listen to with their kids. Um, right. You know, I think I think all three of us do swear more often, like before yeah. the show. We're right. pretty like get out of our systems, get out of our systems, and and just keep it clean on the show. Um, but you know, it's not every podcast doesn't have to do that. It'd be wrong if they all censored themselves, but that's why it has to kind of be on the parents to be like, okay, I'm a big fan of my brother, my brother and me. I think they're a wonderful podcast, and honestly, like I've I've met a few of the of the brothers from that show, really great guys and really great parents. But when they're together, they're three brothers who are adults joking around with each other. Just yeah. no filters. Yeah. And that's not necessarily good for the kiddos. It's, it's funny for us. Yes. But it's very funny for, for us. Right not it's not so good for, for little yeah, kids. I knew it was bad one time when I was like not even realizing it. And my son was like, Daddy, what's this word mean? And I was like, oh, snap. They said that in the podcast. Okay. Got to mm-hmm. be careful. <laughs> Got to be yep, careful. Yep. Noted. Um, yeah, but, uh, well, I think this has been a really good discussion just overall about parenting in the digital age. And it's something like we talked about before, it's something that's an everyday thing and it'll always keep changing no matter what age they are, what stage they're moving into, you know, the whole thing. So I just think it's, uh, I think it's a good time. Yep. Absolutely agreed. Okay. So really quick, if we could wake up and we were back in let's say 1992 reasonable technology still exists we still have phone we still have cable tv that way of living do you think that's something that each of us would embrace tyler no nope absolutely not nope uh i mean again i'm i'm coming at this from an engineer's perspective i i think technology even though even though we're really focusing on kind of digital and social media, uh, technology has advanced so far and made life so much better in so many ways um, that no, in no way do I want to go backwards. I just want to make the waters that we're wading into safe. Yeah. And I think that a good answer for, for our kids specifically, I think it's kind of really on us to make it as safe as it can be. And that's a challenge that I'm, I'm willing to tackle head on. Um, I had a lot of fun in the nineties, you know, it was a lot easier to, I don't know, like play with toys. Cause there really wasn't any other option. Um, but no, no, I don't think I'd ever embrace going back. Yeah, I think for me, the same. I there's, I think I'm either like one way or the other. I would have it be like zero technology. I'm living on the land, you know, in the woods somewhere, like just making my way in like a cabin with nothing mm-hmm. but like not even really electricity, you know, because it's just like I, I would have to have it all or have nothing to be content with either way. Like having mm-hmm. that in between of like phone, but I still knowing what I know now especially i think if i knew if i was in that mindset back then of what our parents had and that sort of thing like obviously it's all you know but knowing what i know now it would have to be like 
one extreme or the other. Like I love all the technology I have now. It's my job. It makes my life very easy in a lot of ways. But like, also I love hiking and camping and all that kind of stuff. So I, if I had to go back, I would want to go back all the way back there. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's just kind of my answer. Chris. Uh, absolutely. I would embrace it. I think one way to appreciate what we have is to go back and experience what we didn't have. Um, I also think that it is uh, an opportunity to experience what a previous generation experienced you know there's a, especially now you, you see a bigger rift in in society between you know gen z or whatever gen we're on right now and the previous generation and the previous generation and then the boomers and things like that but no one really understands you know people said oh you know you got it easy these days you know and and they do in a lot of ways and in a lot of ways they have it harder too but I just think I'm a huge history buff in the first place. I mean, I would go back and spend like a week in the 1400s with my immune system currently intact. Oh, if we're talking like a week. Yeah, I'd have a lot of fun time traveling for like a a week little vacation. That'd be sick. But like, I I thought this was like embrace living like this from now on. Kind of. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I I, uh, it would be. Yes, it would be a challenge. But I'm also, you know, you're like 1992. Like I was, I was what 11. Like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that, that was that was just a normal time for me. I have very fond memories of growing up back then, and life was different back then. And you did, it was a lot. Your friendships that you made felt more meaningful and more impactful because you had to either become friends with the people around you, or you just didn't have friends. There was no, you know, chat yeah. rooms online. There was sure. no. Uh, you know, you had pen pals, schools did pen pals where you would write someone a letter, you know, you'd actually take a piece of paper, write on it, put it in another piece of paper and send it across the country. And then they would read it, write one back and send it back. We don't do that anymore because we can just do an email or a text message or a video call, a Zoom call like we're doing right now, um, which is great and, and makes, yes, it makes everything so much more productive and so much easier to get stuff done. But man, I'm telling you, life was, I'm not saying it was better, but it was a different lifestyle and i think people were happier then than they are today because there is just so much less while we are so connected we're also less connected personally i mean the three of us being an exception because we've taken the moment that we've taken the opportunity we've taken the time to get to know each other right yeah oh sure yeah yeah there are kids younger than 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 us, obviously, um, that don't. What? They're, they're, I know, shocker. They're they're fly by night. It's just whatever my interaction today is, and move on to the next. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the next thing you know, they you don't have they don't apps, have friends. They know? don't have friends at home. They don't have friends outside of quote unquote the internet because that is where they spend all their time. And no matter how popular you are online, if you don't have anyone when you log off. Yeah, that's still a very lonely and depressing time. And I'm sorry, but back in the 90s, we didn't have anything to log off from. It's true. And especially in 92. The internet was a thing, but it wasn't accessible to people. No, you no. Know, like to the you public. Could, it wasn't in so, every home. Yeah. Like, well, that wasn't, it wasn't in most homes. I mean, it was I like military use type stuff. Military yeah. and uh, government. And government, I think the yeah. libra- libraries were one of the first ones to really start getting it. And then I don't think AOL hit until like 94, 95. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were you were all you got wait is like two or three years and then AOL's back and 
yeah through the you've I think, those free little aol install this at blockbusters which the, is a, a very old sentence the but, there we get. best yeah. drink coasters in the world are those free aol discs <laughs> yeah i i think about that question that question just a lot just in general with life and stuff because like i feel like looking back on the 90s it was such a good time because there was some technology that you know around but it wasn't like overkill like it is now but and we don't have a lot of the there was a lot more that came with that than that we don't have now but now like you know it can it it's uh it's things are a lot more accessible so i just think about that i was at a uh o'reilly auto parts that used to be the uh blockbuster that i went to as a kid and i was thinking about that i was like man Oh, good times were had here. Like you're only a year we'll away, again. You're only a year away from going and buying all the Power Ranger toys and <laughs> keeping them in the box forever and ever and ever, and then selling them but, and then being for two hundred percent markup in yeah. forty Let's years. Go. Let's go. Yeah. Anyway, so it's uh, it's a good time. So, um, but yeah, anyway, I have a game that's related to that question, and it's a trivia game, so it's not anything like too wild. It's uh, it's called 90s Tech Trivia, so we're going to talk about 90s Ooh, tech. And, boy. Uh, Let's go. Let's go. Okay, okay. It is multiple choice, and so Chris against uh, Tyler. I do have a tiebreaker question if we need it, and okay. uh, we'll uh, go for there. So eight questions, ninth if we need it. So all right. 90s tech trivia. So the first question is, what was commercially the first commercially successful consumer digital camera released in 1994? Was it A, the Sony Mavica, B, the Canon EOS Rebel, C, the Kodak EasyShare, or D, the Nikon Coolpix? And I can reread them if you'd like me to. I'm going to go with D. Because I, I hope it's cool picks. I want to say. Was what is C Kodak? Yeah, so Sony, Canon, Kodak, Nikon. It wasn't Canon. It wasn't Sony. It's either Nikon or it might be Nikon, but I'm going to go with Kodak. It the first commercially successful digital camera was released in 1994 was the Sony Mavica. Oh, never mind. Okay, so we are okay. currently zero zero. All right, here we go. Which company released the first widely popular personal digital assistant or PDA called Newton in 1993? Was it Apple? Was it IBM? Was it Microsoft or Palm? It's Palm D. I'm gonna say what was B? Palm. Or what what was B? B. IBM. I'm going to say IBM. The Newton was indeed an Apple product. <laughs> was it really? Oh, yep. because Apple Bam. fell on Newton's head. Okay, yep, yep, that's clever. I should have thought of that. Ding, ding, ding. All right. So we are currently 0-0. Zero, zero. Here we go. Tiebreaker is going to be just whoever can get the first one right. Dude. Yep. Yeah. What iconic portable music player introduced by Sony in 1997 was... Uh, sorry. What iconic portable music player introduced by Sony in 1979 and popularized in the 90s is known for its cassette tapes. Was it A, Sony Discman, B, Sony Walkman, C, this... It's B, just, just B. It's B, Let's we go. both know All it's right. B. All right, cool. 
<laughs> that's correct <laughs> listeners can't tell softball. but chris and i both just shook our head and then nodded as soon yeah as i was looking at man. those those that i wrote in there and i was like that doesn't make sense okay i messed that up should have been question number one it should have been the softball yeah okay so this one's gonna be fun question number four you are currently tied at one one uh what was the name of the first successful web browser that gained widespread use during the 90s was it a netscape navigator B, Internet Explorer, C, Mosaic, or D, Opera? I feel like this is too safe of an answer. It's probably something funky. I'm going to say Internet Explorer. I'm trying to think most widely popular. Not the first, but you said the most widely used, correct? Widespread use during the 90s, yeah. During the 90s. Internet Explorer, I don't felt, took off until what internet explorer three or four Opera was the the apple browser if i'm not mistaken i don't think it's right but i'm gonna go with it anyways because i know it did have a very short burst of popularity at one point um and i thought i saw a video about it i'm gonna go with netscape you are correct, Chris. It was the Netscape Navigator. And that was I knew see, Internet Explorer was too Net, safe. Netscape developed the first browser for like AOL. So everything you were looking at on like when you logged in on the AOL, that was Netscape. So yeah, that, that was like sense. very widely used. And Netscape introduced Flash um, and things like that. So anyway, little so history. I thought, about, I thought about during the introduction when saying my name, I thought about making the AOL login noise like with my voice. <laughs> and then I'm like, mm, no. Everyone's my uh, that. That'd be bad. My phone uh, email tone is "You've got mail." <laughs> like, That's fun. Oh, I know that voice. You've got mail. You've got yeah. mail. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number five: Which popular chat platform, launched in 1997, allowed users to create their own chat rooms and engage in real-time conversations? Launched in 1997. To know, was it A. AIM AOL Instant Messenger, B. ICQ. C, MSN Messenger, or D, Yahoo Messenger? I don't know for a fact that it's first, but it's the one that I use. So I'm going to say AIM. This, uh, I feel like it's a trick question, but at the same time, I don't. Because Mason did make a point to say 1997 a couple of times. So I don't think AIM itself launched as an individual tool until closer to 2000. It was always built into the AOL software. You're also talking to a dedicated AOL AIM user. ICQ, you couldn't do chat rooms on because I used ICQ when I played Ultima Online. That was before AOL Instant Messenger. And Ultima Online didn't come out until 1998 or 1997, excuse me. Uh, MSN did not exist at the same time. So it's, in my opinion, it's going to be either... Um, what was the other option? There was AOL, ICQ, MSN. What was the other one? Yahoo. Yahoo. No, it was okay. So I'm going to go with AIM. That is correct. AIM is the correct answer. There we go. I know um, MSN, it was like really either 1999 or like 2000. I'm not sure. But yeah. I AIM remember my the... parents getting MSN. Yeah. Yeah. That was later, I think. I I used MSN a lot. I never used AIM. 
but but I just didn't get into like the internet at that time. But AIM was the first chat uh, client, like uh, away from AOL and things like that. They yeah. had their own mm-hmm. first client. Um, AIM was how I like chatted with my first girlfriend, who was like a girl in the neighborhood who I had like met in person yeah. first. But it was like at the time, it felt like our secret way of like chatting with each other, even though we we're in different houses, and that was so like novel. <laughs> I, met, I met my neighbor across the street. Through, through aim even That's though she funny. lived across the street i ended up we could be just walk over there we became really good friends and and like she was she was <laughs> internet uh, girlfriend <laughs> no 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 i'm just kidding i'm just kidding uh, she was she was two Lives years across. younger than me she was two years younger than me so when i was a junior she started her freshman year um but we became good friends i drove her and her best friend to school my last two years i was there so but yeah we met through she found me through aol she's like you live in in this town i was like yeah she's like me too what school do you go to? You know, well, <laughs> yeah. good, times. good times. I had MSN and all my friends were on MSN. So it was a cool thing to hang out on MSN at night to see if your friend would pop on and then you chat. You don't okay. want to go back and relive that? Come on. No, I don't. No, absolutely <laughs> no. not. All right. I was uh, so cringy. I was so cringy. <laughs> Question number six. Which popular search engine was launched in 1996 and quickly became one of the most widely used search tools of the 90s? Was it A, Google, B, Yahoo, C, Atlas Vista, or D, Lycos? Search oh, dare you not put my boy Jeeves as an option? Because <laughs> I would have picked him. I would have picked True. my boy Jeeves because I miss him. I'm going to say um, Yahoo. I'm, you know, I'm, oh, gosh. I remember learning about Google when I was like 12. So that was past the 90s. Um, What were the options again? Google, Yahoo, Atlas Vista, or Lycos. I'm going to say Yahoo too. You are both incorrect. It was Atlas Vista that was released in 1996. Uh, Okay. That was the kicker there because... Atlas Vista died very quickly, but for like those couple of years, it was like a big old search engine. So anyway, hmm. okay. Um, question number seven. Chris is currently ahead by one is where we're at in the markings. I don't know what's wrong and who's got right, but like I know Chris is ahead by one. All right. This, <laughs> okay. Which iconic handheld gaming device released in 1989 and popularized in the 90s allowed users to play games like Tetris on the go? Was it the Sega Game Gear? Atari Lynx, Game Boy, or Neo Geo Pocket? Game Boy. That's the Game Boy. I had Tetris for the Game Boy. Same. Yeah, I was a Game I, Boy. I still have my Game mm-hmm. Boy. I, found I thought I could game. maybe stump you with like the 1989 thing. That wasn't a good question. You know, you're talking to two okay. people that know video games. Like, why yeah. would you? Why would you oh, try? I, I remember the commercial for the Game Boy Pocket. It was such a big deal. It's like, it's a Game Boy and you can fit it in your pocket. And I'm like, wow, it's so small. Boy, like, draw, Technology is amazing. Print off a picture. That was cool too. All righty. Question number eight. We're getting down to the wire. And uh, this will, if if Tyler gets this, we will go to the tiebreaker question. Okie dokie. If, if, if you I both get it are wrong. wrong though, but if I get it wrong. Yeah. He's got to, if yeah, we if both get it wrong. right, then, you know. Yeah, you could just, you could just do that thing where you win automatically at this point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. <laughs> question number eight. What was the first commercially available smartphone? Released in 1994 that featured a touchscreen and a PDA-like functionality. Was it A, IBM Simon, B, Nokia 9000 Communicator, BlackBerry 850, or Ericsson GS88? 
I'm going to select my answer first. I'm going to say BlackBerry. I also think it's BlackBerry, but I'm 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 I don't remember the original BlackBerry having a touch screen. So what were the first two options again? IBM Simon, Nokia 9000 communicator, Ericsson GS88. I'm going to say it's a Simon. Boys, we have a tie. IBM <laughs> Simon. Was I right? <laughs> yep, there yes. was IBM Simon. <laughs> I knew it because I remember, I remember the, um, the BlackBerry. I'm like, no, I remember when it, it developed a touch screen, but I'm like, no, that was years later. This is like, okay, cool. All right. Here we go. The tie-breaking question. Which pioneering email service launched in 1996 offered users free web-based email access and became one of the most popular email providers of the 90s? Was it A, Hotmail, B, Yahoo Mail, C, AOL Mail, or D, Gmail? Not Gmail. Gmail is so much later. I am going to I'm going to say I'm I'm going to go with my boy that I've used for 23 years now. I'm going to say Yahoo. Hmm. My insect also said Yahoo. But I'm going to lock in at Hotmail. Tyler has won the game. It was Hotmail. Wow. Yes. yes. Hotmail Thank launched you for before Yahoo. The answer oh, I was going to say first. Making me be like, mm, I don't want to end in a tie. I, I, which, this is right. I didn't think Hotmail launched until later. That's my only thing. Yeah, it was in the ni- it was in 1996, apparently. I my first email address was Hotmail. So and I still have it. <laughs> so I my Yahoo, I, I got my Yahoo back in. I, I, I still have my Yahoo, which I, I created. A Yahoo email just for like stupid spam things where he's like, you need an email to log into this, but we're going to send you a billion emails. I'm like, well, you get my Yahoo email, which I never check and I'll just not worry about whatever spam he sent me. Yeah. Yeah. And then Hotmail changed to live. It was like at live.com and then it was outlook.com. So like it's, it, now it's outlook.com. So there's no longer <laughs> Hotmail, new Hotmail addresses that can be made. Wah, wah, wah. Anyway, good job, Tyler. Good job, Chris. Um, good you know. job, Tyler. Ooh, hats I, off. I, I was I was really pulling from childhood memories. But like, what was my parent? What were my parents doing <laughs> at the time? I remember them saying these things, and I was just like, okay, like, how do I play solitaire? That was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, that was uh, that was fun, guys. Um, good discussions all around. Thanks for uh, partaking in the. Uh, the more of a serious topic this time, I, th- I think it's fun to do that sometimes. So, but uh, as always, we have to thank a lot of people here and uh, very, very, uh, a very special group of people. Uh, first off, our wives, because yes. without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny, always recording night for me that like stuff's hitting the fan and my wife's extra tired and like all this kind of stuff. But she's always a trooper and like, oh, yeah, like. Let's do this and get the kids in bed. Oh, wait, you had to record. No problem. Gotcha. So thank you very much to our wives. Um, and then also Eric Berry for our logo. Um, yep. we, I love looking at that thing. I'm going to make some stickers eventually. Uh, so thanks a lot to Eric for our logo and just also being a great friend. Uh, look forward to having him on soon. And then our listeners, 
Thank you very much to our listeners. We've had some new listeners recently. So hang with us, stick with us. We're trying to be as real as possible and have a good time on here. And then of course, the thing that makes us who we are, our kids. So, um, you know, those dang kids, I, I, kids ruining my uh, lawn. Yeah. Right. I, I, I think I, I've like, I'm not saying like I'm a great person, but like, I'm a much better person now that I have them. So, and I I try um, for sure. So, uh, let's promote our socials. Tyler, tell us where people can find us. You can find us on Twitter at dads or dorks. You can find us on TikTok also at dads or dorks. You can visit our website, dadsordorks.com. Um, and on any of those platforms, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you have an idea for a topic you'd like to see us cover or uh, comment on one of our episodes, feel free to share it. And don't be afraid to uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast pod uh catcher of choice and um uh i don't think we have any written reviews yet but i feel like if you do write one might shout you out in the next episode and make it five stars hey yo make it five stars you can write horrible things about us but just like make it five stars (laughs) there's a phrase for that i can't remember exactly what it is but it's it's like in podcast review like hey like give us honest reviews but also please give us five stars because that does help with the algorithm just yeah I, uh, there's a podcast that I listen to and they call it, um, it's a vulgar term, but blank you very much, you know, like <laughs> you very much. So it's like, Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So, anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, but where can people find you personally, Tyler on, oh, I'm on socials? Twitter at stormbreaker and, uh, that's about it. Awesome. Chris, where can people find you? You can find me on social at geek with Chris. Yeah, no longer the old name. In, out with the old, in with the new. And you can find me on Twitter at Mason Merrill, and uh, where I post about my kids and playing with Megazords and stuff. So it was a good time. Uh, all right, Chris, take it away. Dad joke time. It's time for dad joke. And since uh, this episode is, as we're recording it, will be um, an episode before the 4th of July, I decided to make it a 4th of July themed dad joke. So my question is, for the joke, how come there aren't any knock-knock jokes about America? Because freedom rings. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dads or Dorks podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dads or Dorks, and be sure to subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more dorky content.